Hello, and welcome to a special crossover episode of Management Matters. Academy President Terry Gurton previously sat down with the podcast GovExec Daily to discuss the Academy's new initiative, the Center for Intergovernmental Partnerships. The center, launched in September of this year, will identify intergovernmental gaps, serve as a forum for dialogue and action on those intergovernmental issues, and be a resource for both the executive branch and the Congress by assessing program design and implementation. You can learn more about the center, as well as the GovExec Daily, through the links in the notes. We hope you'll enjoy the program. Organization of government has been a phrase often repeated in the public sector over the past few decades with human capital, technology, and broader management stuff all factoring into this concept. Part of modernization, however, will also involve it making it easier to support collaboration between different levels of government and different agencies. The National Academy of Public Administration recently announced the establishment of the Center on Intergovernmental Partnerships to help rebuild the collaborative capabilities of government. Terry Gurton is the president and CEO of the National Academy of Public Administration. She served for 12 years in the SES as a career member and as a political appointee, and with 20 years as an active duty Army officer. She joins me now to discuss a post on our site she recently authored headlined, The Case for Building a Collaborative Intergovernmental System. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Ross. It's great to be here. Thanks. So let's sort of start from the bird's eye view. What are the main hurdles to collaboration uh, from levels of government and from different agencies? Well, if we start with collaboration sort of in general, I mean, and only sort of as a joke, I mean, collaboration requires people. And more particularly, it requires people to change their minds and their actions. It requires us kind of to step out of our comfort zone and put us in other people's positions and take some risks. And so that's hard for us. Uh, because we like to be safe and familiar. So when you're thinking about collaboration across levels of government and people are involved in it, that's part of what starts to make it hard. What's so difficult to implement um, with regards to collaboration? Like, why why is it so difficult? Well, I think there's lots and lots of reasons, but let me give you three, right? So one challenge is the just the proliferation of different sets of rules, right? There's not even a single set of rules at the federal level. Every federal agency has its own processes for engaging with its state and local counterparts. And then you have 50 states, each with their own separate rules and 3,000 counties and 90,000 local governments. And then that's complicated even further by the role of the nonprofit sector, where nonprofits are often the frontline deliverers of government-funded services. So it's really difficult to translate across all of those different levels and make sure that you're following the rules. And we all want to be rule followers because we want to do this right. I think um, the second challenge is the number of different IT systems that are out there that process funds, that respond to grants, that report on program outcomes. And those systems aren't necessarily integrated both vertically or horizontally. So making sure that you can track funding across different levels and across different programs is really complicated. And then the third is back to that other point about people, right? Every one of these sets and systems are administered by people. And all of those people have different motivations, different skills and abilities, different ideas of what optimal looks like. So really when you put all of those together, I think you get the answer that is complexity. You know, when people are busy, complexity is a huge stumbling block to collaboration. 
And so that's why we think the center is so important. We want to get back to building the relationships um, and the partnerships that actually make government work so that when you are in an emergency, getting over that initial obstacle of understanding the systems and the people and the processes that you're dealing with are already um, muscle memory that you can rely on. That's a place where we want to start. Yeah, we hosted an event recently. Um, I moderated a panel and Jay Teitelbaum from USDS specifically noted one of the, t- the points that you just made during this, uh, the pandemic sort of remote period is how much even USDS has had to sort of twist arms and, and get frustrated by the different uh, technology. Um, lack of interoperability, let's say, right. for, for right. things like just like meetings, which I think, I think to a certain extent, the sort of most base uh, collaborative uh, actions. Absolutely. So I guess the question now becomes, why is it so important? Like, what, what is the import of this at this moment in history? Well, partly because we're out of practice and partly because right now the stakes are so huge. Um, I mean, we are dealing with really big, complex problems across all of our levels of government. And no one level of government and no one agency can solve those problems alone. Um, You know, we saw it when we rolled out our grand challenges in public administration a couple of years ago, and we listed 12 that we said, these are really big issues that it's going to take us a decade to work on. And none of them can be solved by a single level of government. So we started thinking about this issue, you know, a couple of years ago, but then the pandemic just really brought it home when you saw uh, the difficulties in collaboration across tracking of COVID, across organizing for protective equipment supplies, all of those kinds of things. And now with $4 trillion of funding flowing to states and localities, sometimes directly, we just think that now is urgent, right? And so as we've talked to lots of the other uh, good government groups in this space, they all agree that while there is some level of cooperation and collaboration, there's not nearly enough. And that this is a place where the academy can really add value to the conversation because we're uniquely positioned to look at the vertical, right? Looking, um, pulling the string, so to speak, from the ground level all the way up to the federal level and making sure sort of program by program that all the right people are talking to each other. They're not just advocating for policies at their level, but really thinking about what does it take to deliver these government programs from conception um, all the way to service delivery. You know, with the caveat that obviously this is a, it takes a village, I guess, to to quote the (laughs) uh, former uh, secretary of state. Um, How can the feds, you know, and, and the federal level of government lead the way in intergovernmental collaboration? Well, I think they have to, right? Necessity is sort of the mother of invention. And um, while each of the levels of government has its own autonomy, when we're talking about these massive federal programs, good program design starts at the federal level. So one of the uh, first things that the center is going to look at is with all the flow of the CARES Act um, and uh, recovery program uh, funding, how can we learn the lessons uh, from what, what's happened so that we can do better program design on the front end? And that really requires um, the program administrators at the federal level, members of Congress who are cr- crafting statutory 
uh, rules and regulations to uh, engage both government, private, and nonprofit sectors upfront so that instructions are clear and they can be effectively implemented initially. Um, so that oversight and accountability are built into these federal programs. And then so that we identify the program outcome metrics and we're sure about how we're going to measure them. So it means that we might be a little bit slower to roll out the, the programs, but if we design them right on the front end, we're going to get that time back in more rapid implementation and more rapid effectiveness. And so that's why, you know, some of our first engagements have been at the federal level, talking to those program design folks, right, program offices, making sure that they're talking to their counterparts at the state, uh, county, tribal levels, making sure that they understand how it's going to look when the money gets to whoever the next step is. How does it flow from there? Do we have clear rules and regulations so that people are confident in the actions that they're taking? And we know how we're all going to measure success. Yeah, I think they're, you know, sort of to your point, there's a real ounce of prevention, pound of cure kind of notion of this and of, you know, loading it up on the front end. The feds can really, uh, um, really lead there. Well, and, and learning the lessons in a time of crisis is important. But, you know, there's always a lot of federal money flowing. Um, and so the more that we can clear this up now with the lessons that we're learning in the, in the pandemic response, the better we can design the routine programs that go out there and the more flexibility that we can give to the folks who have to implement it on, on, the, on the front lines and make sure that they have the uh, clear boundaries that they need, clear guidance that they need, but also the effectiveness because the crucial question in all of this is, What's this money for, right? What do we want to have happen when we give this money out from the federal level? And do um, the executing levels of government at the, at the communities and with the nonprofits, do they have the authority and the, the clarity that they need to accomplish those results? That's what it's all about. And when government works better and delivers better services, trust in government goes up. So... It's really a, a positive reinforcement cycle that we think can get started here. Definitely. Let's, that's certainly something that I think we can all uh, get behind to get uh, more effective uh, government. So we'll, we'll end on this and we'll, we'll talk about uh, um, the, the center. So tell me about it, the Center on Governmental uh, Partnerships and what kind of role it's going to play um, in sort of fomenting these relationships between governments and between agencies and between levels. We see the center uh, as, uh, as you just said, sort of an instigator, right? We think that there are two main roles for it. One is convenings and the other is original or integrative research. So first, and we talked about this at the beginning, we see the center as being a key convener of, of um, different levels of government, probably around programs initially, but looking from top to bottom to start to rebuild these kinds of relationships, to, under, to get people in the room, so to speak, even if it's a virtual room, begin to know each other, begin to rebuild those relationships, begin to share what they're learning. And the center can then document that, share it farther, um, do collaborative training, even facilitate peer learning where different communities uh, can learn from each other. 
uh, but they may not have the connections to, to make that happen. And so convenings is part of what the academy does on a routine basis. We want to bring that into the center and help, again, rebuild these relationships from the top to the bottom in program flows across all the different levels of government. And then really the second is um, original and integrative research. You know, so for example, we know that there are lots of folks looking at CARES Act funding and how it's flowing, and they're all looking at different aspects of it. But again, what we're missing is that string um, kind of through the vertical that pulls all of it together and says, okay, here's what we can learn better about how to make these programs work in the future. And so we plan to start um, with a series of kind of rapid response lessons learned, case study storytelling that helps get that information out to folks who can then really put it into practice. In the longer term, we really wanna deal with many of those grand challenges issues, continue to build the relationships, continue to build the reporting processes, lessons learned, um, you know, just cleaning up the pipes of government so that the process works smoother from the top to the bottom. And that's a space where, um, again, we really believe the Academy is uniquely situated with our fellows who serve at all levels of government, with our academic fellows who research in this space. It, it allows us to bring that really integrated approach to solving the problem of how we make government work better on the issues that are most important to people across the country. That would certainly be, um, you know, a real positive development, and hopefully, we uh, will see um, that uh, kind of collaboration being, um, you know, more uh, encouraged in the future, both um, through your efforts and and otherwise. Terry, thanks so much for being on the show with us. Ross, thank you so much.